what is up people today is sunday march 5th my name is b hill and this is the just my opinion podcast so let's talk about it um i know it has been three to four weeks since my last podcast and a lot has happened since then um on the last podcast i talked about submitting my resignation to my job well um since then I have actually left my previous job and started my new job last week on the 27th Um, and that has been a huge transition because my previous job I have been there for 11 years so 11 years of uh, you know being with this company a fortune 500 company actually a fortune 10 company um, and I walked away from it now I walked away for it much better opportunity, um, more money, a different um, culture, and so far has been everything I've thought it would be. Um, So just kind of to discuss my last week and my previous job, um, a lot has happened, and I definitely had to change my mindset. Uh, I felt like I was being undervalued. And so about a year and a half ago, I started looking for another job. And I always say the best time to look for another job is when you already have one. That way you could be somewhat selective on what you apply for and what you're willing to accept uh, because you're not forced to just kind of take the first thing that comes along. So I was very fortunate that uh, I still had a job that was pretty stable. and I was able to apply an interview for several different jobs. And this just was, ba- it was a blessing. That's all I could say, it was a blessing. It seemed like the perfect opportunity. Um, but after I submitted my notice, uh, my boss called and I talked to her twice before I left. And she was willing to offer me more money to stay. Uh, which was something I had been asking for for a couple of years because for my position, I definitely was not being paid market rate, especially with my 20 plus years experience. I felt I was being significantly underpaid. And the culture at that particular company was, um, they felt like I was being paid fine because they didn't make any adjustments. There were no, never got a cost of living raise or anything like that and your annual review was very minimal. Um, And we were coming up onto the annual review process last month in February. Um, So my boss happened to be on vacation the week I left because I left on a Wednesday. I think my last day was the 22nd. But that previous Thursday before she went on vacation, we had a one-on-one. And uh, I kind of gave her some feedback. She asked my honest opinion. Again, we talked about why I was leaving. Um, And she offered, she said that they could probably give me a 15% raise. And my question was, why can you do it now? You couldn't do it a year ago. Uh, That just didn't sit well with me. And even though the increase I got going to my new company was more than a 15%, it 
even if they were to try to match, I still would not have stayed because of the fact it should not take me submitting my resignation for you to recognize the value I bring. Um, I honestly started to feel like I was just a number or just a body to do the work. Um, I didn't feel valued at all. And I felt valued by the people that I supported, but my immediate leadership definitely didn't feel valued. Um, And as I told her, you can tell me all day how much you appreciate me and how hard I work and all of the things I bring to the table, but your words don't help pay my bills at the end of the day. Um, So my last few days, um, I talked to several people, several of my peers, and what I was told by them is that I've inspired them to leave because a lot of people feel the exact same way I do. I think we got complacent because I had been there 11 years and some of my peers I spoke with had been there like 17, 19 years and they all feel like they're underpaid. Uh, They feel like they do a lot of work for what they're being paid for, but the stability uh, had made them comfortable. And that's when I started talking about looking for a job while you already have one. Uh, And that way you can kind of pick and choose. And since then, I know of three people that are actively interviewing since I turned in my resignation and since I left. And I actually had one of them call me on Friday just to tell me how much I've inspired him and basically lit a fire under him to get out because he feels like he deserves better. And even um, some of the positions he's applied for and some of the interviews he's had, he's seen that there's a market out there for our skills that's paying more than what we pay. Uh, We work for a company that uh, seems to be very profit-driven. We had some layoffs, uh, not in my department, but uh, some of the groups that I support had like a major layoff and they got rid of some uh, high-level managers and some supervisors. And the very next day, we got the fourth quarter profit statements from the company showing how many billions of dollars they made. And, you know, that culture was a lot of do more with less kind of thing. And I'm just, I'm blessed that I was able to get out. Um, And then this new company that I work for, again, it's a Fortune 500 as well, but their culture is just so, so much different. Uh, From the beginning interviewing process back in December, uh, I just felt a difference in their mentality because they seem to be uh, all about employee satisfaction. And they have been rated as one of the best places to work for the past like 10, 12 years straight. Uh, And I can kind of see why so far. But even through the interview process, dealing with uh, the recruiter, um, the multiple people, I think I end up interviewing with four people. Um, Everyone I spoke with was just extremely friendly. Um, And even last Friday, or the Friday before, because I started on the 27th, so I guess that was the 25th, 24th, whatever that Friday was before the 27th, the recruiter called me, and she just wanted to 
welcomed me to the company again and wished me a good first day on Monday. And then uh, Monday was orientation, so that was pretty much all day. And Tuesday, I connected with my new leader. Um, she just told me how excited she was to have me on the team. Um, you know, we just kind of talked about some personal stuff, getting to know each other, and then talked about the positioning, um, what I'm going to be doing. And I started training with a young lady I actually interviewed with. And she told me that when they told her they were making me an offer that she was excited because she really liked me in the interview. So up to this point, everybody has just made me feel so welcome. Um, my training is going very well. It's a lot of information. Uh, definitely, I have to change my mindset about a lot of things because things I was responsible for at my previous job, I'm not responsible for here. Um, it almost seems like I'm doing a little less work and getting paid a lot more money. So I'm cool with that. Um, so I have another couple of weeks of training, but so far it has been uh, a good experience. And, you know, the people I work with seem to be really nice. Uh, I'm just looking forward to really getting into the weeds. And um, I was able to get some hands on last week. So trying to learn the new system is, is kind of hard, but uh, just navigating through the different things and understanding how this particular system works. But I'm looking forward to it. So again, I'm just extremely blessed um, and thankful for this opportunity. But with my previous co-workers, you know, I tell them all, uh, my thing is I want to see everybody win. I'm not a hater like that. Uh, so if I find out about something, uh, I gave several of them the different uh, avenues I was getting my job, uh, open jobs from, like LinkedIn, Career Builder, Indeed. Uh, I had notifications set up and I was getting emails with updated job postings every day. So I shared that information um, because, again, I want people to get what they feel like they're worth. And if I can inspire anybody, uh, I definitely want to do that. And I'll definitely encourage you and do what I can. Now, uh, I've had multiple people ask me to refer them if they have positions open. I am very particular about who I put my name and reputation on the line for. Uh, but there are some I definitely would do that that I trust in a work setting to put my reputation on the line for. And I told them if something comes up, I would definitely do what I can uh, to try to help. Because, again, I want everybody to win. I want you to get what you feel like you're worth. Because we work hard and that's, that's what we deserve. Um, now, on to some of the stuff in the news that I missed over the past few weeks. Uh, there was a train derailment in Ohio a few weeks ago, and the train was carrying hazardous material uh, and hazardous chemicals. And I don't think the actual cause of the derailment has been released yet, but what I do know is that uh, the Obama administration had implemented um, some regulations that trains that carry those hazardous materials needs to have a specific type of brakes that they need to upgrade to these specific type of brakes 
and the Trump administration rescinded that order. Um, I don't know if the breaks had anything to do with it, uh, but I do know that's something that actually happened. Uh, and then I'm not 100% sure if that particular train would have fit, met the standards of needing the new brakes or not, but again, those are just things that I read about uh, when this happened. But the thing that kind of pissed me off was um, the mayor of, I'm trying to think of what city it was, East Palestine is where uh, the derailment happened. And initially the mayor of East Palestine went on the news saying that uh, when they were asking, the media was asking him about the president coming, he said he hoped the president did not come. Uh, because that would just take resources away from trying to help clean up and have to divert them to protecting the president. But yet, when President Biden went to Ukraine, um, this same dude, mayor, went on to Fox News saying that he was disappointed in the president not visiting because he cares about Ukraine more than his uh, residents in East Palestine. And... Again, that's just the hypocrisy we see coming from a certain uh, element or a certain faction of of the U.S. Um, one minute you say he shouldn't come because it would be more of a distraction. The next minute you're seeing an opportunity to put him down um, and just basically contradict yourself. Uh, and then a lot has been, a lot of text messages and emails have been released from the Fox News and Dominion lawsuit. And as everyone already figured, Fox News lies. Uh, it has been proven that behind the scenes, a lot of the top uh, key figures in Fox News were saying that they thought Trump was lying. They thought a lot of his team, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, they thought they were crazy. And they did not believe any of the uh, election uh, denying reports or anything. They figured that whole Trump team was just full of it. And that's what they say behind closed doors, but in public they supported it and continued to push that narrative. Uh, they continued to push the big lie. And the problem is with Fox News and its viewers, well, Fox News just, they lie. It has been proven in court time and time again that a lot of their um, personalities are opinion shows and not considered news. Uh, In one case specifically, it said that Tucker Carlson, anyone in their right mind would not assume that that was an actual news show. It's entertainment. But even seeing the proof from Fox News saying that Trump was wrong, Trump lied, and that they just perpetuated the lie. They lied to their viewers. The viewers still won't listen to that. And that's the problem. If that's the only place you get your news, you're in trouble. And I know my dad, he goes to the gym with some people and that's all they listen to. But even if they hear that Fox News lied to them from Fox News, they're still not gonna believe it. That's how brainwashed these people are. Uh, and then there was a hearing the other day um, 
where a Tennessee congressman proposed an amendment to a bill about execution and wanted to add hanging by a tree as an acceptable form of death for the death penalty. Um, And then understanding the context it was in, he came back and apologized the next day. And he said what he meant the first time. Uh, It's very obvious that you know what the hanging from a tree is indicative of but nothing surprises me from Republicans anymore Uh, you know they've been in had the majority for a while now and all they've done is hold frivolous hearings that have proven nothing Uh, they've gotten zero results when there's you know they win during the midterms on inflation, gas prices, and things like that, but haven't heard anything about either one of those to this point. So they don't have any intentions on actually governing, um, but they just want to continue to hold these hearings. So these next two years are going to be a lot of nothing. And um, I think the last podcast I was talking about them wanting to get rid of Social Security which they, during the State of the Union, they said Joe Biden was lying. But right after that, they voted to uh, bring up some type of amendment to try to get rid of it. But I'm just really, really tired. It's every day. It's something with these people. And it's more ridiculous by the day. Um... I didn't even have time to go into or research all of the stuff that's going on in Florida and some of the other states with uh, DeSantis and all of these other Republican governors that the bills that they're trying to pass to limit minority uh, and marginalized communities access to anything. So maybe on the next podcast I'll do kind of a deep dive on that stuff, but it's just getting more and more ridiculous by the day. And for people to keep saying they want freedom and less government, they support Republican governors um, taking the rights away from marginalized people. You know, I haven't seen one bill um, proposed by Democrats that's going to take anything away from people, but I've seen a lot of bills that have been passed in certain states by Republicans taking away rights uh, from other people. And then you have Marjorie Taylor Greene, who uh, proposed a divorce from the United States, red states and blue states, govern themselves or govern differently and be separated. Um, She also says that she's proposing if you move from a blue state to a red state, you can't vote for five years. That's just stupid. And then in one of the hearings last week, now they're on this fentanyl case. Uh, of course, fentanyl is a horrible drug, but they've latched on to this. I've never seen a group of people that will latch on to something and just continue to lie about it and make it a big deal, just like they did with CRT. So now it's fentanyl and open borders. Um, but she was arguing that the amount of fentanyl seized at the southern border has increased in the past two years since Joe Biden has been in office. 
and she repeated that the amount of she gave specific numbers that um, since the Trump administration to now the Biden administration, the amount of fentanyl seized has increased. This dumbass doesn't even realize what the word seized means. That means they got it before it got to the street, so they captured it. They stopped it. And this dumbass who's in Congress making laws doesn't even understand what the word seized means. Like, she's making Democrats' point. And then the talking point from Republicans that they constantly say open borders. They had a, a, a hearing a couple of weeks ago where they had Border Patrol agents uh, testifying before Congress, and they were asked, when Biden took office, did he tell you to stop doing your job? They said no. And it's like, so that means the border is not open. But those are just trigger words and fear-mongering words that they use um, to try to get their base riled up. And it works because they don't think critically. And also, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I noticed she was saying Chinese fentanyl. So now she's trying to lump Chinese into fentanyl because using Chinese to her is a trigger word as well. Um, it's just so, so stupid. Politics is just so, so stupid. And I, there's a, a, a podcast I listen to. And it's by a comedian named Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. But when he starts talking about politics and saying that the parties are all the same, and it's, I think he's an idiot for that because the, the parties are not the same. Absolutely not. Uh, there are people in the party, I think both parties are can be subject to influence by donors, but not nearly the same at all. Um... And that's just if you pay attention. But I, I hate his take on politics because he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And he kind of admits that as well. But um, it's clear that the two parties are not the same at all. And they're definitely different agendas. Um, and then I want to quickly talk about the effect of social media. Good and bad. Uh, I think I've mentioned this uh, TikTok influencer named Keith Lee who lives in Las Vegas and this dude is just such a genuine he seems to be such a genuine genuinely good dude Um, he's a food critic and he just goes around to kind of struggle in business you know makes a video of their food and just gives his opinion on the food and rates it 1 through 10 and what I've seen him do to struggling restaurants is amazing. His influence is just, his reach is, is amazing. He's turned around multiple businesses just based on his word. Now, the thing about him is he will give an honest opinion, but he always prefaces it by saying it's his opinion and it's based on his taste and say, you know, try for yourself. And he's helped a lot of struggling businesses um, where they've seen their demand grow exponentially overnight. A video from him with approval will blow your business up overnight. And I've seen that many times. 
uh, but on the other side of that, and this is no fault of his, um, there was a restaurant he went to in Vegas, and it was a recommendation from another TikTok influencer, but when he went or tried to order over the phone, um, what the previous TikTok influencer had gotten, they were not serving at the moment. I think it was after the hours that they were serving, so he had to get something else, which he made that clear. It was not what the other person had recommended, and he did not have the best customer service experience, and he expressed that. Uh, it wasn't necessarily bad, but it just wasn't as pleasant as he would have hoped. Uh, but he didn't necessarily say anything negative. He just gave his account of what happened. Um, and he got a few different items, and he didn't really care for it. Well, he posted his review, and people start calling their business, trying to get the the girl fired. Now, he never said any names, but some people figured out who it was tried to get her fired, um, left bad reviews. People had never even been to the business. Left bad reviews and comments and all of that based on what Keith said. Um, And to Keith's defense, again, he always says it's his opinion. So people need to make up their mind, especially about food. Everybody's taste is different. But for them to go on uh, to this platform and, you know, leave bad reviews, based on something they never experienced I think is ridiculous and when Keith found out he made another video and told people do not do that you know he doesn't wish any hate on them or anything like that he said he just gave his account and do not go on and give these people bad reviews especially if you had not been there and base it on what he said um, he ended up going back getting the same thing that the previous uh person had gotten and he really liked it he got some different food and really liked it but it's just the power of social media because you know it can be used for good and it's definitely a negative side of that because people are just a lot of people just don't think independently and it's a shame and I've talked before about people uh, you know leaving negative comments and just being mean just for the purpose of being mean um, it's just a lot of hatred out there for no reason especially to strangers it's really weird um, and then I saw a video of a young black lady last week she went to a used car dealership uh, I think I posted the name NH Auto Sales in Kenosha Wisconsin uh, she went in test drove a truck and asked if the price of the truck was negotiable and the salesperson said it wasn't so she left she realized shortly after leaving that she did not have a driver's license so she called back and asked if they had it they said no but the salesperson she was dealing with went on snapchat and took a picture of him bending her driver's license in half and peeing on it and posting it on snapchat that he peed on her driver's license. Who would think to do something like that just because you didn't get a sale? People are just nuts. And then there was a lady in Soho um, spotted on surveillance camera. A restaurant had a pride flag out in front of the business. She got out and set the 
flag on fire and it ended up burning the front of the restaurant and it was in like a three-story building and caused $25,000 worth of damage just because she didn't like the pride flag and what kind of hatred do you have to have to just set somebody's flag on fire it's again it's just a lot of hatred and you know stuff I've never seen before and then another video of a young lady she was so proud of herself she was crying and she was showing off a new car that she had bought all on her own her first brand new car she was proud of herself for working hard and buying it herself and reading her comments somebody said that uh that she's not special because you see all the cars on the road other people have done that too so what's the big deal about you doing it and why would who would think to even leave a comment like that it's again it's just you have to have so much hate within yourself um to just intentionally leave negative comments on somebody's good news and then i saw a video of a huge case of officer misconduct um a man by the name of tyler canaris was walking to work at six o'clock one morning when he was stopped by a police officer police officer pulled up told him to stop and grabbed him and told him to take his backpack off Tyler had no idea what was going on and was just trying to ask why are you stopping me he said he was just going to work the officer was walking him up to the car said if you do not drop your backpack you're going on the ground and Tyler didn't move quick enough he reached around and body slammed Tyler to the ground and broke his collarbone and apparently he was looking for, there was a report of someone breaking their cars in the area but he never even told Tyler that and of course Tyler was not the right person so he just immediately body slammed this dude broke his collarbone for nothing and I think he did get fired I don't know if any um, charges were filed but I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lawsuit and that town is going to have to pay up big time because it was it was just unnecessary so um, you know we'll continue to see things like this happen until officers start being held accountable personally and stop using taxpayer funds to pay these settlements out and this week's verbal middle finger goes to a lady by the name of Mindy Tyler uh, Mindy went on a Facebook rant condemning um, a special needs cheerleader saying that she should not be on the cheer team because she doesn't know what it takes to be a real cheerleader in that because of the fact this special needs young lady cannot fully do the routines like the other girls um, she should not be allowed to cheer because she's only bringing the cheer team down now for a grown woman to go on a rent over a special needs child is just ridiculous well she had nerve she posted it I think on Facebook her rant and come to find out she's a volunteer cheer coach who has been relieved of that position and I think she was also relieved from her full-time job as well but the worst part is the special needs child she was referring to is her boyfriend's daughter which is crazy and the father didn't even do anything but 
the mother of the special needs daughter um, went to court and the father, I mean, that information was presented in court and the father, who originally had 50-50 custody of the daughter, um, he ended up being ordered to not have his kids around his girlfriend at all. And I see why. If that's what your girlfriend thinks about your child and you don't even defend your child, so she definitely gets... Lindy Tyler gets the rubber middle finger for being an asshole. And then the quote for the week is, Some people are like rocket boosters. They are not equipped to go to the altitude you are going. They may fall off. And I think that's a very uh, important quote. It's something to remember. No matter how high you go up, some people are just not equipped to continue that process with you so keep that in mind Uh, that's all for this week the next one I promise will be a lot quicker but thank you for listening God bless peace